All right, Sunday night, 7 o'clock time for another edition of The Sports Phone. Happy December, everybody. Happy almost Christmas and all holidays to everybody. Jerry hanging out here in Portland. Jim is in the studio. Jim, happy December. Welcome back. We're, uh, we're, we're back at it again. You're giving the happies out. It's uh, it's also the first day of, first day of uh, eight days of candle lighting for Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, that's day, that, that day, time of year. Day one, I learned it. Sunset tonight. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Absolutely. Yeah. How I'm, you doing? Any, anything new to report? Any? I mean, we do the show once a week, and we talk pretty much every day. But anything new to report? Anything? Anything going on? Um. Um. Jeez. No is an acceptable answer. No small talk stuff. No. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do for that then. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we before we get started. Uh, we'll mention this. Be sure to mention this at the end of the show uh, as well. Um, but uh, today, December 18th, next week, which will be December 25th, that will be Christmas Day. Uh, there will be no sports phone. Uh, Jim and, and uh, the rest of the family are going to be up here hanging out in Portland. Uh, we're going to take the day uh, away from the station or away from the show, so there will be no sports phone on uh, December 25th on Christmas Day and then we will be back the following week which I do not have in front of me but it's whatever the next Sunday is after December 25th we will be back on and I'll, I'll be sure to mention that uh, again uh, I, I'd like to, I'd like to interrupt here uh, um, th- that is New Year's Day it is New Year's Day. You're right. Yes, yes. it is. Yes, it is New Year's Day and, and we, will be, we will be around on that day. We will be doing the show New Year's Day. Yeah, we'll be on for that. Yes, yes, you're right. I knew there was something about that that we discussed that if we were doing two weeks off or not. But yes, we will be doing New Year's Day. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some good stuff for that. I have some ideas that we'll discuss uh, off the air. But for now, welcome everybody to the Sports Phone. Excuse me. Uh, If you are new to the show, this is an open forum sports uh, discussion, sports talk show. Jim and I are uh, big sports fans. Uh, We've played, we've coached. We watch a lot of games in our in our day-to-day lives. We talk about it pretty much every day together. We talk about sports in some form or another. So we uh, came up with the idea for this show, and we like to open up the phone lines in the KZYX community and let you bring up anything you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. can be professional, high school, college, rec league, international stuff, questions, comments, concerns, topics, anything under the sun as long as it is connected to sports in some way. We want to talk about it, and we want to let you have the opportunity to bring things up. Uh, And the number to call to do that is 707-895-2448. So we look forward to taking calls as we get rolling here on the sports phone. Again, anything you would like to talk about, uh, the number is 707-895-2448. But before we start taking phone calls, uh, Jim, any housekeeping items before we dive in because i'm on a roll with quiz questions right now <laughs> i know you are you're getting better after that one blunder. go ahead after ex- the blunder ex- after the blunder <laughs> quiz master jerry is i think is i am on my game recently okay let's hear it so we got okay so we got baseball we got a baseball question for everybody today uh if you've never heard the quiz questions before there's no rules look stuff up call in just take a guess use google Whatever you want to do, we don't. We're not going to moderate that or anything. If you want to take a guess or you know the answer, give us a call 707-895-2448. Here is our question. Uh, we're going back to 1962, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit of baseball here. Cleveland Indians catcher 
uh, was uh, excuse me, I didn't even say the name. Cleveland Indians catcher Harry Cheedy was traded in 1962 to the New York Mets. I simply would like to know who he was traded for. That's the quiz question. There's not a whole lot to it. Seems this is a like- simple one. It's not involved like last week where there were countries and Winter Olympics and Summer Olympics and all these things going on. It's it's real straightforward. 1962, Harry Cheedy was traded from the Cleveland Indians to the New York Mets. Spell I want to know who he was traded for. Spell the name, please. Uh, no, that's on that's on the listeners. Uh, come on, okay, all right. That's on the listeners. Harry uh, Cheedy. Harry Cheedy. That's yep, how you're spelling. Traded in, in 1962 to the Mets. Who is he traded for? You know, your reputation. Your reputation with the quiz is such that. No one's buying for a minute. It's straightforward. You know that. No that was what. one time. That was a, that was one questionable question, one suspect question about red cards in a soccer game. Let's, I think other than that, they've been pretty fair. Hang on. Hello, you're on the sports phone. You're first up. Hey, hi, guys. Hey. Uh, this is the English person from Brookshire's. Um, oh, good. <laughs> no, good. Are we talking World Cup here? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, my gosh, um, extraordinary. I mean, apart from all the craziness around FIFA and Qatar and all that, I think it was some amazing football. And, of course, we now know that um, Argentina beat France in the final. Extraordinary game. 3-3, I think it was, a full-time. And then they lost. France lost in penalties. And Messi, of course, played extraordinarily well, as did Matebi, I think his name is, for France. Um, so extraordinary. And last week, you guys, I think I made a call, and you asked me, I think the question was something like, um, you know, what would you say to Americans um, vis-a-vis the, um, the, the uh, playing football, or soccer, rather, um, and I think, you know, because uh, America lost, I think, American mm-hmm. team lost, I yeah. sorry, cool. Anyway, and I think, of course, the next World Cup is going to be held here, I understand, in yeah. the U.S. And I think, um, just reflecting on my answer last time, what I would add is um, I think the build-up to the next World Cup is going to be extraordinary here in the U.S., um, it's uh, it's such a fluid game. They often call it the beautiful game. But soccer is such a fluid game. And you've only got one referee and a couple of sidelines. Um, and there's just a flow. There's just a beauty to it. And it's very dynamic. And I think for all the Americans that watched the World Cup, they would have seen you know, such extraordinary um, uh, skill and, and beauty as well. Um, so I think that's going to be the big takeaway. I think as we move up to the next World Cup is for people in this country to really appreciate the skill and fluidity and the beauty. Really. Let, let me let me ask you. Yeah. Do, do you oh. think gut feeling? Oh, Jer- Jer- go, go ahead, Gemma. We're, I just we're not going right into the to, to the the question that we talked. No, about no, yet. no, 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 okay, no. Go just, ahead. Go just yeah, just yeah. me here. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you from is your? I don't know where you live. Um, you made it just sound like you were in England. You're not in England, are you? No, I'm. I'm up in Brook Trails. Okay. What I want to know is, are you saying that because I mean, when you walk around in Willets, is your gut feeling that people are more in to football now than they were soccer? I mean, 
than they were before the World Cup? I can't answer that question, I must say. Um, I know quite a few of my um, friends here have watched some of the game, but I think there's probably... Um, well, there is a great interest, of course, in, in, in soccer at the high school. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, absolutely. And there have been some great teams here, too. Um, so I would say, I would say, guardedly, yes. I believe there is more and more interest in English uh, soccer. And, so you know, there's, there's been a huge, just to move on, if I may, there's been a huge amount of, obviously, of acclaim and interest in Lionel Messi, who is a truly great yeah. uh, footballer or soccer player. But I would ask, I, I would suggest that the listeners, and maybe yourselves, might want to go back into, the, um, into YouTube or the Internet and somebody called Stanley Matthews, um, who played really in the mid-40s, the mid-50s, um, he was really, the, I think, the, the person who really began what Messi now has um, really refined, which is the art of dribbling and moving through players. Um, he was quite extraordinary, um, an amazing, amazing player, way, way back. <clears throat> but then, of course, we have to move to the great George Best, who played for Manchester United and was a Northern Ireland uh, player. He played really in the, I would say, the 50s, uh, 60s into the 70s. Um, and was is regarded, I think, as like number three of the all-time greatest soccer players in the 20th century. But if you, if if your listeners want to really watch the just the the, the beauty and extraordinary ability and timing of um, dribbling, uh, you could do no better than go on and watch some of the George Best B E S T. Uh, videos on YouTube, hmm. just amazing. Um, mm -hmm. He did die, unfortunately. I think of, a, of um, alcoholism and, and had a liver transplant, I believe. But anyway, um, he, he was a legendary player. So I think you know how great you know the great tradition of of soccer, what we call soccer, and great players. And hats off to Argentina, I think. Yeah. Uh, so to go to go back to the question, Jim, that you asked. Yep. Um, yeah about like the popularity kind of now uh, after this World Cup, mm -hmm. I, I would say the, the, the writers and kind of sports media people that I follow that I would put in that group that were they, oh, the U.S. is out, we don't care anymore. Yeah, that's um, what I, I was getting Put them in the group. The, the overwhelming thing I saw over the last you know day on social media was as that game was playing out, the Argentina-France championship game, the response was, oh, I get it now. I understand right. oh, why really? this is so exciting. Now I now can the US please do this so we can get even more excited. So uh, I think yeah. this game did provide a, some clarity to hey, this is why the rest of the world gets so excited for the World Cup. That's Absolutely. Good. That's good to hear. 7 billion people. Yeah, I think that's a great point, my friend. A great great point. And you know, the US has a has a great team, both the, the women and the men. Yeah. And I think that's been so wonderful, you know, to see the the growth of soccer over here. Um, well, the the women are the women are the the women are, I mean, clearly number one in the world, aren't they? I mean, that's that's how I take it. It's not just because I'm American, just because I, I look at rankings. Yeah. Uh, aren't they a premier team like USA? USA men are. I mean. <clears throat> They are the best team in the world ranking-wise. They have been for a while. It's not by some, like, 
huge margin. There are some yeah. very, very good international women team, women's teams, but the U.S. is the best team in the world. It's right up there. I absolutely right. And you know, don't let's uh, put down the the, the American uh, soccer team. Um, mm-hmm. I've been extremely impressed just by the just by the quality, the timing, the movement, you know, and the coordinate. I mean, just. You know, we often talk about, well, in Britain, as I played a lot of soccer in Britain, um, we often talk about the principle of N plus one. And when a team is playing in the zone, when it's really playing at the top of its game as a team, it's almost like you have an extra player on the team. You know, mm-hmm. N plus one. Yep. You know. yep. let, me, uh, let me take another call. This is, thanks Thank for, you so much, though. Thanks we got for, a lot more World oh, Cup by stuff the way, to talk By the way, about, I think it was two or three weeks ago, you asked that crazy question about who won the World Cup in 1930. And I thought, what the? I said England. And, of course, it was Uruguay, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You're on the air. Thanks for waiting. Oh, if you're not a fan of of soccer, listen to that guy talk for 10 minutes. Yeah. And you're a fan of soccer. That's like hearing me, you, and Jerry talk about basketball. You can feel it. Oh, he (laughs) loves it. He loves it. Oh, my goodness. And I got to say, and Jim, don't chastise me on this here, but I found it so comforting that the two best teams, and I do feel like they were the two best teams in, in the World Cup, played to a 3-3 tie. Like three goals each in soccer. Six goals is a pretty good scoring game. The ball movement, the beauty of it was absolutely fantastic. I, I actually loved the fact that it ended as like, it was basically even, and then you go to penalty kicks. I oh, thought we'll get, that we'll was get into great. that. You will be chastised. We'll get into that, Vince. We'll get into that. You you will be you will be chastised for for enjoying a tie. I'll tell you that much. Oh boy. Well, it, with soccer, you can almost do that in a way. You know, you can you love the fact that they have a way to to get a winner, but after a hundred how many minutes? Like it was three three. Those two teams played their hearts out. They played amazing. You gotta some way appreciate the way soccer is. I don't know. Are, that was. Pretty I cool. do appreciate it. Are, are we? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the reins here for a second. Are we getting into this or, or not? Like Vince, if you have if you had some other thing you wanted to talk about, now is the time, or we're getting into the the other side of this World Cup that I want to talk about. Okay. Well, the only other thing I got to say is you guys are taking next. Sunday off. Yeah, is this the, is this the year and rap show, or are we doing the year and rap show on the first? We do that. On we the will first. do that on the first. Okay. Yeah. Then be, you go for it. Be ready for that. Roll if I remember right, we did. That is a national holiday, the, the first, and yes. people will be on the road. We didn't get a lot of calls last year on, on some holiday we did, and Jerry and I. And so we're going to be prepared. So. Join us for that, Vince. You're giving, yeah, we, will do, we will do it in the year next, two, next. You're giving me two weeks to prepare. Come on, man. That's, that's a win all day. <laughs> I suggest we, we the, the three of us, all make our list of things that we enjoy, not just the wrap of the year. I'm already, I'm already looking them up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get. Yeah, we'll get there. Two weeks from now. Yeah. Okay, so so we're getting into this. There's nothing. There's nothing else you call to talk about because if we're going, Vince, if we're going into this, we're going into this. Fire away. Okay. Uh, 707-895-2448. That's the number to call if you want to talk about anything World Cup related or, or something else. But until we get another call, uh, I, I think we're getting into this. So uh, you're starting. You're going to introduce this? I, I would like to start. All right. Okay. So the 
not just the finals of the World Cup, uh, the France and uh, Argentina game. The two games, th- th- there were two games prior to that, and, and I'd have to look look up the the bracket. Um, and now I feel like I've I've dropped the ball a little bit here already, and I apologize. The, 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 the uh, two semifinal games, the two semifinal games, or the, uh, not, the uh, sorry, not the two semifinal games. So the finals, and then the quarterfinals, consolation game. No, 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 oh, the quarterfinals. The, oh, oh, I got so you, I got you, I got of of the major games that were played uh, when in the in the elimination game, which was Argentina and France. There was the Netherlands and Argentina and Croatia and Brazil. Those were three games that were played, the finals being one of them. Right. Two of those three were huge games that ended in ties and were resolved in shootouts. I I do not deny that shootouts are exciting, that shootouts are not intriguing, that shootouts are not good TV. I can admit all of those things. And on the same co- side of the of on the other side of that coin, say I think shootouts are terrible. And if there was one thing, Jim asked this a couple weeks ago, that I would change about soccer, I would get rid of the shootout. And before anyone else jumps in, I would like to pull up an article and read a quote from a New York Times article that was written during the 2014 World Cup. And then I will open up the floor here, as well as the, as well as any calls. If I set anybody oh, I off, I am here. ready. I am ready. This is a quote from the 2014 uh, from a, a New York Times article written about the 2014 World Cup. The penalty shootout is an abomination. It reduces a team sport to a contrived tiebreaker that obliges physically tired and emotionally drained players to step up one by one trudge half the length of the field and try to shoot down the opponent's goalkeeper from 12 yards ludicrous grotesque compelling but ludicrous now vince first of all vince i agree with you that i mean i don't agree with you that a tie is is pretty and exciting you know i don't care how good they play so first of all this is these are different issues i i yeah having a tie in any sport for any reason is ridiculous first of but all but that's not what we're talking i know about. no i know i know so what we're talking here is about how you break the tie so we're yeah. we're beyond cuz it's elimination so i agree with that i'm not sure i would have used the the um i don't think i would have used the adjective grotesque but i did i i think it's re- ridiculous that we have a shootout to, to determine the end of the game this is a game about beauty, continual, continuous uh, flow. Everything you said, Vince, is true. Everything that the, the English gentleman said, it's just, it's the beautiful game. You just continue the beautiful game with no clock until someone scores. This, even this idea that have 15 minute this and 15 minute that, you just keep playing until someone scores. It's about yeah. endurance. There's nothing wrong with that. If yes, one team I, gets I, tired after three hours, so be it. That, that, that's my answer. I, I think we're overthinking this. That's that's all I got. I absolutely agree. Like, if there's ever a sport that was made for sudden death overtime, it's it's soccer. Like, you just keep playing. You know, it's not like football or basketball where a team gets an offensive possession. 
an offensive possession in soccer is a work of art. It's it's a three minute process. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. So I make him play more time. Wait, am I still there? Yeah, yeah, you're still there, Vince. Oh, you're there. Oh, okay. no, Vince, yeah, I, I, just, Vince. I just feel like wow, that's that's um absolutely. Boy, I don't know what happened there for a second. Vince, give us a call back. Um, <clears throat> that's the first time I ever dropped a call, Jerry, without touching anything. Uh, it happens. Yeah, it happens. 707-895-2448. Uh, give us a call back, or if you want to get in on this or anything else we're talking about, 707-895-2448. Uh, one other quick little thing again, looking for the quiz question answer. Uh, just want to know who Harry Cheedy of the Cleveland Indians was traded for in 1962. Um, but back to the shootout stuff uh, while we wait for we, any we calls. Have, so. we, have, we have calls, Jerry. Let's take them. Okay. Yep. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, it's uh, T and Willits, and I couldn't agree more. I think they should play until they drop in soccer. Uh, it's it, it. I don't think it shows who the best team is with the shootouts. Um, uh, I, I don't think that it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a big deal, not as much to us in the U.S., but in the rest of the world. You know, who wins the World Cup is a huge thing, and uh, I couldn't agree more. A single shootout is um, not representative of who the better team was. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board with, with y'all. So I think we got a, a four to zero on the vote count right now. If it was a democracy, uh, we'd change the rules. Right. And, <laughs> and, and my, my take on this is uh, it's, it, I, I think about it in, in kind of a way that all of you have said. My, my thought about it is, Imagine if this happened in basketball, right, or or football, where the game ends in a tie, and it's just, okay, we're just going to have a free throw contest, or or instead of a free throw contest, we're just going to send two guys out there and they're going to play one on one, or or make it a football scenario, we're just going to put a wide receiver and a defensive back out there, and they're just going to have a jump ball that is thrown up for it. It's like you're exactly to what the caller said, or caller, what you just said is that you're you're taking away the team element of it. And again, it's very exciting. It's very fun to watch, but it is not reflective of what soccer is. To, to your point, Jim, um, yeah. I am a, of a little bit different mindset uh, in terms of how you resolve the game. Uh, I, I don't think you just play it out. I, I I'm a fan of the 15 minute overtime periods. I would be fine just doing 15-minute overtime, 15-minute overtime, so on and so forth until you have a winner. Uh, but I just I don't like that the game has changed from a team game to essentially a skills contest at the end. Yeah, I can see that, too, from my point of view, thinking it through, that, you know, a 15-minute thing gives both teams the opportunity to each score, etc. I, I think that might be a beautiful thing, too. But, I mean, the whole World Cup thing, you know, we don't do sports like that. We, we we don't stay up all night watching things that are hours long here. It just isn't something that we do in general. And it, it just seems really funny to me to have that last quick, okay, whoever gets a shot wins when you've already been doing the grind. I mean, the fans and the stands, you know, I mean, it, it's like an uh, – it's almost a sport to be a fan in the stands. The amount of time that people spend there, the amount of energy the fans turn out, and uh, yeah, it, it, it just seems strange to me as well. But I, again, the fifteen minute thing that, that does make sense too, instead of just a sudden, a sudden death. I get it. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. 
Hello. <clears throat> Hello, you're on the air. Oh, hi guys, it's the English guy again. Good. Um, I think we're okay with um, a little bit of uh, double dipping here. Yeah, we oh, do absolutely. have what's called the extra time rule. You familiar with that? If, if there's a draw at the end of 90 minutes, um, 45 minutes each way, then at the end of 90 minutes, if there's a draw, then um, there is what, uh, what's called extra time, where, right. uh, the team, where, where the teams play for 15 minutes um, and then switch sides. So it's an extra 30 minutes. Um, and I believe in the World Cup, that starts around round 16 um, of, the, of the tournament. Um, yeah. But then it does go to penalty shootout, what's called sudden death. And it's a very interesting question you guys are raising. I don't know quite, quite what the answer is. Um, but, you know, traditionally, traditionally, I'm going back quite a way now, um, soccer was always, always thought to be a game of... Um, a game of gentlemen, in a way. Uh, probably cricket is more so um, than soccer. But um, the fact that they could shake hands at the end and a draw. Uh, by the way, just to let you know, in England, in, in, in Britain, and I think in the rest of Europe, maybe here, is that you can have a draw at the end of um, full-time um, in league games. Right, right. So you get a draw, in other words. So, But when it's a very decisive game, then it, you know... I can't think of any other way to do it other than to tossing a coin or maybe having some fun where, where um, a penalty shootout occurs, but people, but the shooter is wearing a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. No, now we're no, getting creative. No, no, no. I like it. Let me, I, like let me, it. I got phones, phones are ringing like crazy. And by the way, caller, we encourage, yeah. we encourage double and triple dipping here. Thanks oh, for really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. well, if you, of course, it was blindfold, you know, then it would be um, in God's hands, I suppose you could say. <laughs> talk to you, talk to you next time. Thank you, thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Um, so, Jerry, I, I have to jump into uh, the level of hypocrisy that you're sort of throwing out there with this free throw contest because, like, Go for it. the enti the entire NBA has turned into a free throw contest, like. Okay. That is all. That's all that we see. Oh, by the way, this is Mark from Georgia, and I love you both. And shout out to Vinny. Mark, I'm. I, I, I'll go ahead and finish, but I'm ready because I got into this discussion with a coworker uh, earlier this week. I know, but but internationally speaking, because we're both Americans, everybody in the world loves to see them do penalty kicks, like. Yeah. The whole world, the, the, everybody wants the penalty kicks. It's it's just like hockey. I mean, more so in football, but I hear you, and that's all I got for you. Sure. So so the, the response I have to that, and I think it's a totally valid point, and it, it goes back to, again, shootouts are fascinating, and they're very dramatic and, and fun. I, I don't take that away from it. Um. My response to the basketball part with the free throw contest is, yes, NBA games or professional ba and basketball in general has an issue at the end of games with, with free throw shooting. That is 100% true. But it is not the, the avenue that is taken to resolve the game once it ends in a tie. That is an issue with how the game is played out in regulation 
it is not the way that the game is resolved at the end of regulation. There, there are ways that I think basketball could be improved. See something called the basketball tournament that cleans up free throws at the end of games, but that's not how the game is resolved once it's completed. That, that's well, my, my issue with it. To counterpoint that, then, then that's like changing baseball by adding somebody on second base. And, like, I disagree there, you know. I think that you just need to shoot better three free throws, you know. Like, Bobby Knight would beat his players up in the middle of, like, the night in their <laughs> dorm rooms to make them shoot better free throws. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Absolutely. And I wouldn't be a fan. And I wasn't a fan of putting someone on second base for baseball. It just, it's... That's a little bit. It's a little weird, but it's it's a, it's not changing the total structure of the game because you know a shootout is again one on one where baseball is still the it's the same sport with a runner on second. But no, I, I I hear you. I I just to me again. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. I, I don't want to see a shootout end, <laughs> ending a three hour game. No, no, no. I, I, I that's what I'm saying. Is but but Jim, can you deny that a shootout is not exciting? I just I think it's already terrible enough that they add all the extra time because of TV timeouts and all these injuries and red cards. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. I'm going for another one. Mark, thanks for calling thanks, from Mark. Georgia. We appreciate it. You're on the air. Thanks for waiting. Oh, yes. Well, I have the answer. <laughs> Let's hear the question again, see if we have an answer, Jim. Okay, we have an answer. Well, a potential answer. Jim is giving you time to get the oh, yeah. get me... the, the, the the bell and the buzz and the and the incorrect buzzer queued up. So the quiz question was uh, baseball, 1962. Uh, Harry Cheedy of the Cleveland Indians was traded to the New York Mets. Uh, I was asking who he was traded for. Who else was involved in that trade? He was traded for himself. <laughs> Has, has the bell been rung? I can't hear it. It's been. Yes. I rang it. I rang it twice. That was a tough question. That is correct. So the context around this, and I don't claim shenanigans on this one. I think this was a totally fair question. So, Chidi was traded to the Mets in 1962, and the way baseball was back then, the trade compensation was a player to be named later. Uh, right. After 15 games where he played really bad with the Mets. He became the player to be named later, was sent back to the Indians, uh, was subsequently cut, and never played in a professional baseball game again after that. That's great. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah. So, that's, so I, I, I like that question. I, Jim, I don't think there's any, anything, anything hair is shady about that question. No, that was, that was one that I – what I liked about it, it, it was one that – I don't think anybody could have got that one without the internet. Unless you're a big baseball fan. Yeah. Big baseball fan might have known it. Um, you're on the air. That was the most ridiculous question ever. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I immediately had to look it up because I was like, I have no idea. Did you know? I, I mean, did it. you find I, the answer? I, I did, but I couldn't. I'm not going to. Like I told you guys, I won't give the answer if I look it up. So huh. it's, it, uh, you know. I was just like, man, how did I not know that? But at the same time, I was like, how would I know that? <laughs> like, that was yeah. crazy. Good, good, good question. And uh, wow, Mark Schaefer from Georgia—that was a good call. I know he. Shout out to you, Vinny. 
Eh, kind of all over the place, but he had it under control a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, he he, he was he he had a very uh, a very clear opinion. Yeah, I I have a very clear opinion too. Anyone that thinks we should end on shootouts is slapping this sport in the face. <laughs> I, again, Jim, I want to just make one point because I haven't heard you agree to this yet. Okay. Do you agree that shootouts are exciting and fun to watch? Sure. Why don't you have okay. them have them to determine who gets the ball to start the game if you need a shootout? Have have it have bring the people out of the crowd like we do shooting the half court shots for a million bucks. Whatever. But not right. to end the game. Come on, Trey. Right. But and that's what makes this such a fascinating topic is you have this game that is played in this really fluid way that is ended in this super dramatic fashion that in my opinion goes against everything that has happened the prior a hundred plus minutes. Vince Vince, go ahead. I didn't think I answered it right. Now Vince, you're next. I, I don't okay. think I answered it right, Jer. It, it's <clears throat> I have no problem with the shootout. I don't want it to end the game. I think it's great when someone gets fouled in the box. I, I, I like a yeah. pen, I like a penalty kick. I have nothing wrong with yeah. a penalty kick. Go ahead, Vince. That's that's part of the game. The penalty kick is part of the game. You're taking the game, and I think Mark might have mentioned this. It's like it's the way hockey does overtime. You know, in oh, in the regular season, it, it's basically oh, in overtime if it's, if it's a tie, you do a shootout, and, and the winner gets the win. That's terrible because you just spent the whole hundred plus minutes doing this song and dance, and you end on this silly moment. It, it, the only reason it's, a, I think, a part of the game is because ninety percent of the people watching football are at the bar and they don't want to be there for another hundred minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going with that? I mean, I, I I'll tell you right now, like, the referees, the players, the fans are all probably like, yeah, we can't go another hundred minutes. Like, I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Because honestly, you you we've both, we've all seen zero zero games in hundred nine minutes. So you're saying let's, let's keep playing until someone scores? Yeah. Someone's got to be like, well, no one can score without timeouts. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> See, I think that's too extreme. That's where I I think you you Wait continue the fifteen minute periods yeah and if at the end of it you have a winner at the end of it if a team is ahead you have a winner i think you refresh substitutes in some way like there, you increase the number of substitutions yeah. you can make yep. maybe players can yep. return to the game that have been subbed out something along those lines i think there's ways to do it but the idea yeah. and, 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 and this, go ahead vince and, go ahead and, and to jerry like honestly after 130 minutes one team or the other is going to have a mental lapse a physical yes. lapse you would think, right? Like you're only going to go 20 extra minutes before someone actually just like gives up a goal, right? Uh, right. Uh, and and to, to be very clear about one thing here, this is not going to happen. <laughs> it's like Jim, Jim, myself, Jim, myself, and, and Vince, we're not going to wave some magic wand and be able to change this. This is not going to happen. Yeah. Shootouts are a very established part of it. Um, yeah. I wanted to quickly address the fatigue element because that's another argument that was thrown my way in my work group of friends when we were talking about the World Cup. It's like, oh, well, everyone will get really tired. Um, one, Vince, I agree with your point uh, about uh, that it's, it, that's just going to lead to a mental lapse and someone's going to score, which is part of, of a game. It's part of, of being tired is, mental, is the mental toughness of it. But my response back to that that I don't think was ever addressed is, 
they're going to get more tired than two basketball teams playing eight overtimes in a game that is much more up and down where you yeah. don't where you're not able to rest on the fly as much as you are in soccer. I, I just and I'm not a huge soccer player. I played a little bit in high school, but I, I don't know if that's true. I, I don't necessarily buy the fatigue argument because if you compare it to other sports, John Isner Hockey. and somebody else in, in the U.S. Open and for tennis a couple of years ago, they played a game that took course over two days because it, yes. it was still in a tie. So yes. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't buy that. the fatigue argument. 707-895-2448. You know, they do five-hour baseball games. They can, they can play. Into, yeah. Endurance is part of it. If, if, if it takes that to break a tie, let's do it. No, I, I, I agree, Jim. I, again, I'm all for the players playing extra minutes to, to decide the game. I was just giving a reason for maybe why the, the, pen of the, 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 uh, the shootout was there. Oh, sure. Because for yeah. me, that... but, but I will say this, Jerry, about the endurance. Like, I ran cross-country, and I would run 80 to 100 miles a week. Nobody, in my opinion, ran in a sport compared to me other than a soccer player. Like, that's a large pitch. Even if you're taking breaks here and there, sure. you're still moving up and down that pitch. And depending on what position you're playing, if you're a midfielder, you're not taking that many breaks. You're not getting that many moments off. And with the with the substitutions the way they are in soccer, I, that is a tough sport. I definitely feel like at some point in time, in an extra another twenty minutes, there's going to be some guy who just takes a bad angle because he's a little tired and a little slower. But again, both teams are having to play extra minutes. So which team's better prepared for that extra time? Would be yeah. awesome to see. I don't know. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yep. Got another call, Vince. This is wonderful. Uh, Thanks, Vince. Good show, guys. Thanks. You're on the air. Thanks for waiting. Right. How about if we're not going to get what we want? Because nobody really does care about what we're saying, but it is all really good ideas. How about to keep the excitement going when it ends in a tie? You shrink the walls in, and it becomes indoor soccer rules. There's no <laughs> out-of-bounds. And so it's literally just a, a total running, kicking soccer fest at the end. The fans would go crazy when the walls came in and shrunk down on the field, and it goes to indoor soccer rules. How about that for an idea? You finish it off that way. Well, so, I, I, so no, look, real ahead, quick, right. yeah. So, so, caller, I love that because I have an answer in this. To in this article I was reading, they presented, like, alternatives to the shootout, and they got, like, increasingly more absurd. Indoor soccer was not in there, but the one that I thought was hilarious, in the same vein of indoor soccer, that idea was you start overtime with 11 players, and then every five minutes, both play both teams have to take a player off the field. So it goes from 11 on 11 to 10 on 10 to 9 on until it just becomes one on one. That's the same thing. Caller, that's a similar idea. That, that's what I was going to say, caller. That is the same thing as shrinking the walls, and it's a little more practical. Yeah, but it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. But it's, I love that the idea is there. I love it. It's not as dramatic as shrinking the walls and the fans go wild. I, I don't know, but, but I, I love the taking people off of it and um, 
Uh, I love you guys' show. I'm not even. A, I'm one of the people who's not a sports guy, but I do indeed love the sports phone, you guys. Oh, could have said <laughs> it worse. You. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Do you realize, Jared? Couldn't, that's, couldn't, have, couldn't have said it better, Jim. That's, that's still what I want to put. That's still what I want to put on our on our sweatshirt and T-shirt. Right. I don't yeah. even like no, sports, I but I like the sports phone. But just to be clear, the phrase is "I couldn't have said it better," not "I couldn't have said it worse." <laughs> okay. All yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Just, just want to be clear about that because I, and I know what you were going for there, but I, I heard it. Um, anything else about this? I think we're we kind of beaten this, beat this down uh, enough at this point. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Let's let's find out. Anybody else want to keep talking about World Cup? That's what we're here for. I, I think we've had. I think we've learned something tonight, Jerry. There's people that want to talk about soccer out there. Yeah, really exciting game. Again, the game was great. I, I didn't watch it live. I went back and I watched like a condensed version of it. So I got all the key moments. It was fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, France is going to be real good for a long time because so many of their players are so young and very cool to see Messi finally get his get his World Cup that he had been trying to get for, for a really long time. I just wish they had... A better way to, or in my opinion, a better way to, to break that tie uh, after after extra periods. The only after the extra periods are results. The only thing I want change in soccer, and I, the, you got you guys got down on me a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I I may have joked about it too much, but the only thing I, I mean, I talked about a shot clock in soccer. That's ridiculous. I know that, but. But changing the way the game ends, how to break the tie, I think it's legitimate. And I don't buy your idea, Jer. Oh, none of this is, this game's too old. It's never going to happen. I mean, basketball made a bold move when they added the, uh, the shot clock and when they added the three point line. It did not change in adding the, um, the shot clock fundamentally changed the game, but they, they, Got it together and did it, and it saved the game. I think. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I get it, and and it goes to my argument. Shootouts are not what soccer is. Right. It's a, it's a totally different thing. It's a different skill set. It's, a, it's a totally different, different thing. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a call if you got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight is the number to call. Uh. Jim, we had last week, uh, I posed a question uh, to you, and I believe Vince was on there when, when we posed that question. Um, we were talking about Brittany Griner, who's back home, back in the United States. The, that part of it's about a week old. Um, I posted I posed the question to you and, and, uh, and Vince on the air. I said, will she be playing come the start of the WNBA season? Will, will she take some time off, or, or what, what were your guesses on that? We all agreed with a, a, a lot of confidence that she would not miss any time. She will be suited up, ready to go when the WNBA season starts. Uh, she made that official on uh, Instagram was where the post came from a couple of days ago. So if you haven't had a chance to track that down yet, um, it's a really, really well-written out statement, really heartfelt, uh, thanked everyone involved in the process, family, the, uh, the, the U.S. government, uh, really kind of anyone that helped in the process of, of bringing her home. Uh, was like I said, very well written, very very heartfelt. But then at the end, she addresses the question. She said, "Am I playing? You're darn right, I'm playing." So I, I have no doubt in my mind that Brittany Griner will be starting uh, in that game for the Phoenix Mercury when that game starts, uh, and it will be the most attended and most watched game in WNBA history. 
it it'll be an ovation that that yeah. that, that is second to none. I I can't yeah. wait. It'll also be it'll preempt anything that's on television that night. I believe yeah. it's the 29th of May. Um, uh, actually, tell us who they're going to play, Jared. The first game for the- I don't know if the schedule okay. is right. out yet. Uh, the season starts on May 19th. I I read um, I read her Instagram statement and. Um, I, I propose this question to anyone that read it. I think a lot of people read it. I sent it to a f- bunch of people. I'm sure it was out there. My question is, is there anything in there that surprised you? Um, I, I read it a couple times, and now I read it again because I knew I was going to ask that question. And it, everything was pretty from the heart and pretty clear, you know, thanks to everyone that got me the heck out of here. And um, I, I liked the part of it where... And this part surprised me. She named and thanked her Russian lawyers. I like that part. Yeah. Somebody, okay. I had no sure, idea. Sure. I thought she was up there, you know, screaming at the judge herself. I didn't know she got... So she had our equivalent of public defenders? Or did she hire a Russian lawyer? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. I think I don't. I think it's all public defenders. I don't think there are a private law. Anyway, that's my guess. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so I got the schedule uh, pulled up. So their first game is in Los Angeles on May 19th. Their first home game uh, is May 21st. Uh, they have, uh, they're playing Chicago. You think uh, it's going to matter? I, I think they're both going to be big. They're both going to be big, and I'm curious. I pulled up the ticket prices for the game. Um, right now, uh, if you wanted to sit courtside. And, and wait, this, is, this is the L.A. game? No, this is the whole. This will be her home opener. So in Phoenix, yeah. Uh, courtside right now would cost you twelve hundred bucks. Um, but if you wanted to sit in the one hundred level, so good seats, it's under a hundred dollars. Um, I think I, I would think anticipate we should... those ticket prices are going to go up <laughs> as the season gets closer. I think we should follow this. Follow this. How much does it cost to sit courtside, see Brittany Garner's return? I'm, we're, I'm going to ask you that again. Hey, it's um, what's the date today, Jer? It 12, is December 18th. December 18th. This day on December 18th in 1936. Oh, <laughs> I had to read this one. I've been so excited to read this one. In 1936, on December 18th, Queensland Cricket, all out for 49 v. Vic. Fleetwood-Smith, 7-17. I just read that. I have no idea. That was like, I could have been reading that in, in French. I have no idea what any of those numbers or names meant. Queensland Cricket, all out for 49 v. Vic. Fleetwood-Smith, 7-17. That was a big day in 1936, and I have no idea what it meant. So I don't either, uh, I, and it, it would take way too much brain power, and I, I feel like it would derail the show for me to try to figure that out. I do know there, on occasion, we have had cricket listeners out there that might know the answer to that. That's um, what I mean. I, I have no idea. It, it just shocked me that I had no idea what what the actual, you know, I. I it was like reading another 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 language. I'll right. I'll even it's pose, not like it, I'll even pose I, that I, as a trivia question right now. If anyone can explain sure. that, 
But it's not like it's not like you don't know cricket though. It's like you lived in England. You have some. You have a much better understanding of cricket than myself. I watched it every weekend. I loved right, it. Right, exactly. And the fact that even you don't understand what that means. I know it's, it's 1961. This day. Now this is a a sub, a sub. Um, oh, what, what do you call it when we add add a new um, a new uh, a new feature? A segment, sub, a, a sub feature of the, of uh, this day in sports, which is going to be Stump Jerry, 1961, 12, 18, December eighteenth in nineteen sixty one. The second year in a row, Wilma Rudolph won the AP, the Associated Press, Women's Player of the Year. I want to know what sport she played, Jerry. You got ten seconds. Nine, eight, track and field. <laughs> really? She was the first American woman to win three gold medals in track and field at the same Olympic Games. I mean, that, that it's an amazing stat. And and again, I had no idea who will. And I asked asked the callers, do people know? Do people idolize Wilma? Rudolph in the track and field world? I've never heard of her. This is, this is a great thing for the sports phone. I'm, I'm learning stuff every week. And the other one I have, December 18th year, 1994. Daryl Strawberry pleaded not guilty to tax evasion. Now, my question there is, is anybody not guilty? If, if I mean, does the IRS really go after someone that's, that isn't guilty? I mean, is there any point in that? <laughs> that's one of those things where I, I I mean that's a whole other topic but that's 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 one of those things where I feel like that's just numbers on a spreadsheet where it's very clear like hey you owe this much you gave us this much there's a problem kind of thing that's how I that's how my simplified brain feels like that played out and so I, I the, the, isn't that I that was sort of a pathetic um hey and uh, and here's a this day December 18th today 2022 December 18th Two things have happened. The World Cup, Messi won his first one, and and this one I learned just before. Jared, this is this is the one you showed me just before the. Um, there was an ending of a Raiders football game today, that should go down in history. I've never seen anything like it. That's what you said. I recommend people right now that are listening. To, Jared, explain the quickest way someone could watch this in the next ten seconds. I, so okay, so here's what here's what I'm gonna do. I am gonna do the same thing I did to Jim. I am not gonna give any context. I am I am not gonna give any explanation of, of this ending because it is that ridiculous. Uh, if you are a football fan and you are unaware of what happened at the end of the Raiders Patriots game and how that game ended, go watch it. It's on Twitter. It's on YouTube. I, I, but I don't want to spoil how absurd it is for the same reasons I didn't spoil it to Jim before the show. Uh, go hunt it down and want to know what happened in that game if, if, you're, a, if you're a football fan in any way. Well, Caller, you're on the air. Uh, I, I was just calling back to say thank you guys so much for the show. Wishing you both a, happy, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. Looking forward to hearing you in two weeks. And darn it, Jerry, that was one of the coolest endings of a football game I have ever seen. I've ne- I've seen so many shenanigan lateral endings. moments. Right. Unbelievable. I was 
I'm so happy. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> we've all seen we've all seen the final kickoff, the final punt at the end of a game where they where where they try to keep it going and they keep passing the ball backwards. And I've seen it work before. I've never seen it what's the right word? Um I've never seen Ends it with the Oh, what's intercepted. Well, what, intercepted. What's the word um, when, when something slaps you in the face and it just, I've never seen it. Um, oh, well. Uh, well, it, it, it was, it, it was fun is what it was. I, I had, I had just, um, oh, Jerry, you'll understand this. I was disgustingly leaving the Buccaneer game sure. to go finish the Patriots and Raiders game. And I was like, oh man. Belichick's going to win this. And then Carr throws that beautiful touchdown pass, which maybe was out of bounds, maybe wasn't, was good. They tie the game, and then I'm like, cool, we're going to overtime, overtime whatever. And then that happened, I was like, what? I'm like, have yeah. I ever seen that before? Have I ever seen that happen? I don't think I have. It's it 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 failed. It was, it, 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 failed. It, it was wild it, it, for so it, many reasons. And, and Vince, it was, I got to I, I got to thank you for sticking with us too, Vince. You know, I just realized, Jerry, Vince just called up and thanked us for the sports phone. You know, so like it's been a great year. This ends up our last show of the year. Yeah, yeah. that's what he's yeah, talking about here. I forgot until right now. So I want to I want to throw that right back at you, Vince. I mean. Hey. You're our co-host. You're here whenever we need you. You 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 call and you bring up great topics. Um, this has been a good show tonight. I think this is great, and I and I'll go ahead and say this really quick. Listeners out there that aren't members, become a member of KZYX for shows like this. Appreciate it, but donate. That's good. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're still trying to move to Ukiah. The the um the the station just got their their what do you call it their um permits approved, so oh, so good. now they start spending money. <laughs> well, yeah. it's a process, but I know. good for them. Good for them. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I'm gonna let you go. Wrap it up. All right. Great show tonight. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We got uh less than four minutes to uh. To wrap up the year, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I didn't put that together. It's like, oh, we're taking Christmas off. Next show is January 1st. Didn't think about it. It's that, a... that didn't click in my brain at all until it was just mentioned that we uh, this is our last show of the year. Yeah, so uh, while, while we're on that topic, uh, while we're kind of closing out here, I know we have a couple minutes left, so a little bit might be a little preemptive. But uh, for anyone that was not listening at the beginning of the show, uh, Jim and I will not be on the air Christmas Eve, or excuse me, Christmas Day, uh, which is the, the 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 Sunday one week from now. We're taking that week off. We will be back the following Sunday, which will be January first. And for any of our listeners out there that know they're going to be listening, uh, the core of that show in terms of Jim and I's major topic will be a recap of 2022. Uh, kind of any big sports stories that stood out, our favorite stories. They don't have to be like the major ones, just our favorite stories. So if you want to start making your list, uh, if you want to join us on January 1st to recap 2022 in the sports world, uh, that's the intention. Uh, but no show uh, next week. Do you realize, Jerry, that that's a, that's a little bit of a Christmas cliche, what you just said, without even knowing it? Making you making your list. It's in yeah, a, it's that's, in, true. It's that's in, true. It's in a that's song, true. I think, in a Christmas yeah. song. And, and Jim, we'll have to decide... Uh, Oh, I'm going to have to look, and, and we'll have to get in this off the air. 
Uh, I wonder if I still have our 2022 predictions to see how many of those came true. Oh, boy. Let's do I'll have th- to see if that list is still around anywhere because we can use that on, on January 1st as well. Wow. I forgot about that. Um, where did where did you where where are you going to look? I if I have it, it's it's written down on a notepad somewhere. So so we'll have to go through that list and and see if I can if I can find it. So again, that'll be uh, two weeks from now because Jim and I are taking the Christmas Day off. New Year's Day, we'll be on the air. We'll be uh, kind of recapping 2022 our favorite stories. And if I can find it, looking back at the predictions that we made for 2022 uh, and seeing how accurate we were. Well. Maybe on the on the eighth, our second our, our second show, um, we should make our predictions for twenty twenty three, and then you know we'll even if we can't find this year, we should have some ready for the following year in case we can find them. Got it. Yep. Uh, I uh, we'll talk about it. We can talk about it next week. Oh, yeah. Um, any any other quick quick stuff, Jer? We still have uh, about a minute. No, I think I think we're in a good spot here. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I again love the World Cup. Thought it was a great, great uh, tournament. Uh, really excited that it's uh, it's going to be in in the United States, Mexico, and Canada. Uh, I know that there's going to be games played in Seattle, and Seattle's really? only about a four hour drive. So you know, we'll see. Let's be an adventure to, the... to get up there, but we'll Let, see. Let's we'll go see. It the... is on. It is on my radar. Let's go to the World Cup. It it is it is not an easy event to attend from from everything I know about it. Uh, it couldn't uh, be it, that it hard. Is on, it is on my radar, so so we'll see. We I had access to getting tickets when it was in the Bay Area, but that was you know twenty a long years ago. That was a long time ago. All right, Jeff, wrap it up. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. I uh, hope everyone has an excellent holiday. We will talk to you in twenty twenty three. No show next week. Uh, we'll be back January first. Thanks everybody. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.